What's up, everybody? All right, so back with another Halo Mini. Okay. Ugh. All right, so yeah, we talked about how last week's episode was really great because, of course, it focused primarily on our main characters and didn't do anything with the B-plot. But if you were thinking that was going to be the case from now on, obviously that's not the case. And in fact, I was kind of anticipating this week would be nothing but B-plot. And true to form, here we are, nothing but B-plot. I have a feeling... This episode, probably not as popular, especially as, as last week's episode, but I feel like we do ourselves a disservice if we don't acknowledge some of the big reveals here and the fact that they're taking some kind of interesting what-if scenarios and kind of exploring the universe from a different angle. What I mean by that is that... so. In the games, we're always exposed to the idea that the Covenant has kind of created this entire religion around Forerunner technology, right? Like they have this mindset that the technology is going to bring them on this great journey. Uh, it's it's like this. I mean, it's it's like this crusade that they are on across the cosmos, and it's all dictated by a misunderstanding of Covenant technology. Well, here in this episode, it kind of gets us a taste of humans in that case we see very specifically uh the guilty spark oh gosh what are those things called all right so i'm guessing that thing was not guilty spark but whatever those things are called it's one of them the covenant would call those things oracles who knows what this group of humans called these things but clearly it seems to have identified that somebody in the girl's family history had the necessary and again i'm kind of going on this idea necessary dna that uh, allows her to communicate with Forerunner technology, or at least allows her family to communicate with Forerunner technology. And an entire, essentially, kind of religion or philosophy was all built around this idea that they are protectors of this gateway, right? Like, so there's this whole, you know, she goes on this vision quest, she sees her uh, her family and kind of coming out throughout the generations from the original one that talked to the, the spark and yeah, so now we're kind of introduced to this this notion that not just the covenant has been deceived by the by forerunner technology, but now we're also exposed to humans doing so as well. And we also get a little bit of revelation that these rebels were not exactly rebels for any kind of specific rebellion as much as it was really more about protecting the planet and protecting the gateway. My guess is that gateway either leads to Halo or leads to somewhere else. Who knows? I mean, one way or the other, it does seem like we're getting to the point where at the end of this season, we will be on Halo. It'd be kind of weird if we weren't, honestly. And so I'm guessing just based on that alone, that this gateway somehow brings everybody to Halo. I don't know how I feel about that because that's not how that's supposed to happen. <laughs> that's not, they're supposed to kind of happen upon it by accident. But at the same time, I guess none of this is necessarily how it was established in the games. And so, you know what? They're taking their own shots. They're, they're making their own lore. I don't have a problem with it. It's cool. So yeah, so anyway, that seems to be the case that now we not only have a covenant religion based off of uh, Forerunner technology, we also now have a human religion that is based off Forerunner technology. And who knows what is being, uh, I guess, preached for lack of a better term by the, uh, the, the spark that is, I guess, still in that portal. I don't know. Hopefully we'll see one. Speaking of other things from uh, the, the games that we got a chance to see in this episode, we got a chance to see a sticky grenade. That was cool. We also uh, see that John's gun got left behind at Madrigal. So uh, cool seeing the kid pick that up and teaming up with the pirate. One more time, I thought they were done. Clearly, they had one more ride. And given the fact that they, they ended things the way they did, my guess is they will be back together again sometime in the future. I, still, with both of these characters, I'm the only, I think the only characters I'm less interested in than them has been kind of the weird Nazi rebellion because 
that seems off to me. That doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense with, I guess, you know, if the idea is that the, uh, you know, the UNSC is kind of this oppressive force, then why would the rebels be Nazis? I don't know. It just, it seems, it seems weird to me. So, you know, I get it. They're not exactly Nazis, but they are very much kind of communicating space authoritarian type situation, even though they're not the main authority, they're the rebels. It makes no sense to me. That confuses me, but not in like, an, I'm curious to learn more and just kind of a, can we get back to the halo of it all? So yeah, overall, not exactly my favorite episode, but I do think they are playing around with some cool concepts and I look forward to seeing how they all play out. Uh, I'm also very much looking forward to getting back to our primary story next week. And you know, was it worth the trade? Maybe that's a question. We got an entire episode the week prior, just a plot, no bleep B plot, but the payoff, the cost, I suppose, was getting an episode where it's all B plot. I think I'd rather have them inter- intertwined. Maybe. I don't know, actually. I don't know. Maybe this episode was not bad for what it was. I don't know. We have to see where it all plays out. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. Use the hashtag Halo TV Talk on Twitter. Love to hear your thoughts. And yeah, that's going to do it. So for now, until next time, I'll be back in a flash. Mm-hmm.